Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the dungeon. Oh, God damn it, we're still here. Ha <laughs> ha! You cannot leave until the adventure is completed. Mm-hmm. We'll see about that. <laughs> and as we know, Joey can never complete anything in one session. <laughs> it is the curse. I was born under a pale moon. As opposed to... A person born under a blood moon, in which case they finish every session super early because all of the characters just die. Yeah. Mm. It's called a professional DM. There are very few of them. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Um, It's called running a Gygactian encounter. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, uh, we're listening to these nerds and we're back with part two of our Pathfinder playtest game. Oh, wait. This isn't part two, would it be? Because we split it up. Part X. The second chunk. <laughs> it's, it's part two. Everyone knows we cut these games down in half. There's no illusions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm Joey. I'll be running your game. I'll be your dungeon master. <sighs> Actually using the term in the correct context. Mm-hmm. Um, on my left. I'm Chris, and I'm going to be resuming the character of... Tudgard Doombeard, better known as Tud. I'm John. I'm going to be playing uh, Flagus Lebron, wielder of the sharp uh, bat. And uh, I'll be playing Bastin Burnsworth, or Burn Bastard, your favorite self-hating goblin. Alright, so um, we resume the adventure uh, after a heated battle between you, uh, some cultists, and their fishmen. Um... It, the uh, the town of Bisman is uh, partial was partially on fire and is still smoldering as the last of the cultists and fishermen are either driven off or escape with with their captives in tow. Um, while some of the uh, villagers make uh, a job of putting out fires and uh, checking uh, the status of the remaining villagers, um, you and the rest the village, uh, have encircled one of the uh, cultists who was unable to escape. Um, he is wearing a black cloak, um, which seems to have some sort of symbols adorned on it, um, and has fallen to the ground in the mud, and is now uh, trying to crawl and scrape away from you, um, re- eventually realizing that you've completely encircled him. Uh, he begins to uh, be, he begins to cower and is now seemingly muttering um, something you can't hear under his breath as he has curled up into the beetle position. Okay. Uh, are the townspeople, like, very much ready for a lynching? They are menacing him with farm implements. Okay. So, um, I sort of look around. Do we have, like... Hmm. So I sort of step up and uh, I say, Good people of Bismuth. It was Bismuth, right? Bismuth. Bismuth. Good people of Bismuth. I realize that this man has done great, terrible things to your village, but he may still be of some use to us and yourselves. We simply need to coax the information out of him. If you would give me just a few minutes, I assure you that we will deal with this in the correct manner. Who are you? My name is Bastin. Why should we listen to you? I want to string him up. Oh, I think we should beat him until he's completely senseless. There's perfectly good time to do both of those things, but right now he may have information regarding your missing village, your missing friends, family, etc. 
So there's a bit of muttering and rabble, rabble, rabble. Rabble, rabble. <laughs> as people are, are, are muttering to themselves and like, oh, these, you hear some talk of like, well, why should we listen to these outside, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, uh, a stern, from the back of the crowd, uh, a stern looking figure, uh, rather tall, pushes their way through. Um, there is a woman. Uh, she seems to be middle aged, but uh, her face tells you that she's uh, <clears throat> older than her years. Mm. Um, she has a grim look on her face. Uh, and she uh, raises a hand and the uh, crowd quiets. I am the village chief. Ah, and I like sort of bow in reverence. My name is uh, Elden. And I want to know what he knows. Well, if you... Well, then, I assure you, we both want the same thing. While I realize that your townspeople have suffered greatly and would love to see justice done, I believe that a more precise approach, and I say sort of gesturing to my two compatriots, may be able to extract this information faster. Well, we don't get many adventurers out here, but I do know that you, your type is prone to information gathering. <laughs> You're too kind. Everyone, disperse. I will discuss with these people, and we will organize a way to deal with this man. For now, set up the gallows, and you see a couple brawny-looking guys that kind of like perk up and then run off. Yeah, we're gonna have a hanging. <laughs> and with that, the town disperses. A couple people uh, walk by the man, spit on him, and kick him. Um, and then, but they are quickly grabbed and pulled away. Uh, and it's now the man is just curled up and still in the mud. And Elden is standing there. She is uh, with her arms crossed, waiting to see what you'll do. All right. It seems it, you get the feeling she is going to be there for whatever it is you're doing. Yes. So I say, uh, keep an eye on him. I have to discuss with my compatriots. And I bring you guys into sort of like a group huddle. All right. Now, we need to get information out of this man. However, I am rather bad at um, intimidation. Oh, well, you don't have to worry there, son. Yes, exactly. Here, uh, he reaches into his coat and he pulls out a vial and he hands it to Tub. Ah. Put this on your weapon. This will help. Ooh. Now, simply follow my lead. And I come back over to uh, the guy on the ground. And the guy I... on the ground is now tied up. You see, as you are finishing your conversation, Elden is just has one foot on the man, one the other hand, and her hands holding the rope as she's pulling it. You can see rather tightly the man yelps. Yeah. yeah. Ah, excellent work, Elden. So I, I sort of get down onto the man's level and I'm like, Hello, sir? Sir, yes? The eye, the eye, there is the eye within the eye we are seeing within the eye, the guy, the guy. Yes, 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 I know the eye. Now listen, you're probably a man of at least some logical capacity, yes? He stops, looks at you questioningly. You see, I would love nothing more than to see that this is done in a relatively peaceful way. My compatriots, on the other hand, And are... as he's saying this, I'm putting the oil on the tip of my spear, and I'm, uh, with a loving smile. Our, um... What is, what is the, what, does anything happen when he puts the stuff on the tip of the spear? No, but I'm getting okay. to the explanation. All right. See, my compatriots here are not of that persuasion. The man over there, the other, the goblin, uh, his name is Flagus, and Flagus is... Prone to what I call, what he calls, choppy choppy. Which is when he starts at a person's fingers and slowly works his way up their arm until they eventually manage to die. Uh, that's a, a 26 intimidation check. 
Okay, what do you do? I, I know I'm just standing behind uh, uh, Bastin. Bastin. And I just pull out Sharp Bat. Mm. Okay. As well, my other friend there, a man by the name of Todd, he's a war veteran. Very, um, John, you should say. That vial, I don't know how he managed to get a hold of, but it's what is an artificial version of greater scorpion venom, which I can assure you I have never actually been stung with, but I am assured that it creates the most painful reaction imaginable. Ooh. Something akin to being driven over a rack of hot nails while having lemon juice poured over you. Wait a minute, you don't say? And by chance, does this painful reaction intensify when coming into contact with painful parts of the body? Oh, absolutely, I'm sure. Ooh. Now, you see, my friend, these two men are, shall we say, enthusiastic about the line of work. Now, I would love to do this peacefully, so I'm willing to make you a deal. You give me the information that I desire, and I'm sure that those two do not kill you. So you you get the feeling he was about to launch into a a spiel a spiel about the uh, about the uh, the the darkness of the eye and how the eye sees and will see all and judge all and but between the scorpion venom the description of the scorpion venom and um, <clears throat> flag is standing back there just like menacingly sharpening his nails on on the tip of his sword. Uh, the man his face goes from crazed cultist into very serious okay what do you want <laughs> <laughs> ah that's a good fact. now who are your compatriots and where did they take these village people he with this he kind of like sits up and he's, he is sitting cross-legged now with his arms tied around it, with uh Elden Elden uh just like holding the rope essentially yeah uh, just like a leash dog um look um going to level with you. I'm very low level. I just got my, uh, I just got the ability to control one of the fishmen, which you killed. Um, so... Didn't this guy also throw fire at us? He can't use his hands. Um, but, uh... Ah, I understand you're one of the new recruits, so to speak. Well, I mean, I did... Controlling a fish man isn't very easy, you know, you have to train them. Oh! I, no, 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 my friend, we're getting a bit off task. But you must know where they're heading. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, the Slivers, uh, Slivers Vale is where our base is. Then why do you need to kidnap the people of this village? Well, I was told, uh, don't ask questions, you idiot. Uh, go feed the fish man. But I think, well... Uh, do you want the culty version or the normal version? Let's go with the normal version. We've had quite enough of this cult business. Well, something about some ritual, I think. Um, hmm. I don't know. Usually that's how the sacrifices work. Honestly, I joined this uh, to for money. Like, the, the I think the... I, but you know what? I, like, I don't know where the money is in this. I usually... This isn't my first cult, honestly. Mm. And, you know, there's usually, like, some sort of, like, money-making. Yes, 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 yes. We, we agreed to something root of all evil. Uh, tell me something. Was there a man that has been captured by your group? Say, a human, black hair, maybe has a bag on him, relatively foppish clothing? Oh, uh, you mean the, uh, yeah, there was some, uh, some crazy idiot who, like, ran into the compound by himself. I think, well... Ran in is a bit of a stretch. He tried to sneak up on us, I think, and got stuck in the bushes. Yes, that sounds like our employer. Hmm. <laughs> Do you know when this sacrifice is planning to happen? Uh, 
What time is it right now? Let's see. Uh, probably somewhere around uh, mid midnight tomorrow. Hmm. And we haven't much time. Well, you've been a great help. And then I stand up and I look at Eldon and say, Eldon, you are now free to do with the man whatever you may wish. And the guy looks at us like, no pay, no uh, compensation for a helpful hostage? Oh no, you see, I only promised that they wouldn't kill you. The townspeople, however, must have their own ideas about justice. I want that guy, like, looks back at the gal, looks like, the guy, like, hanging the noose, like, <laughs> he's, like, whistling, like, do, 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 hanging a noose, hanging a noose today. And the guy's like, Come on! Ah! And he's being like dragged and he's, 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 he's trying to speak but like mud getting in his mouth because she's, she's just dragging him across the ground with his face like constantly hitting rocks yes. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Toodaloo! Wait, is this the guy we greased? Mm. You're not, you don't remember. Elvin, make sure that noose is incredibly tight. He might be slippery. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see like a couple of guys, uh, you, you hear uh, Elton yell, uh, don't worry, we're thorough. And you see a man at the very bottom of the, of, under the gallows, like, putting spikes down. They should have done that back in the military. Ooh. Right. So, it looks like our employer is probably being handled along with most of the other village people for this sacrifice to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We should check to see if our riot... Though, the good news is, it seems we're all heading to the same place. Now let's check to make sure that our uh, ride is still available. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, um, you start heading towards the docks uh, when you're intercepted. Um, so, a, you don't see her at first, because she, she kind of like runs up behind you. Um, but there is a little girl with, carrying what looks like a basket. Oh. Um, and she oh, goes, Hello? Yes, can uh, I help you? Huh? Are you, are you the, the adventurers? Yes, we are the adventurers. Ah, there's an ass out there. But there's three of yous. Yes, adventurers is a plural world, meaning more than one. The rain on the plains falls in Spain. What? Never mind. Hey, <laughs> well, uh, you gonna, you gonna go save everyone? I sort of look at these two. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Uh, roll bluff. <laughs> uh, that's deception? Yeah, sorry, deception. It's so much fun playing a party where nobody is the face. Uh, that is a... Oh, goddamn. Okay. Why aren't you lying to a child, then? Goddamn it. Because you're the one who opened your mouth. Yeah, that is... Untrained... 20... Yeah. 22. Alright. It wasn't much, because it's a kid, so... Yeah. Um, oh, okay, well, you see... Say my sister, please. Hmm. You look I at, rec- do I recognize you her? You recognize her as being the Apple Girl sister. Uh, we will do all that we can to save her. Okay, well, uh, sis said if we got in trouble, take these. And she takes the thing out the bag and it looks like there's a bunch of uh, bottles with green liquid inside. I analyze the bottles. Uh, roll. Do you have an alchemy skill? Uh, I have arcana or lore academia or crafting with that specialty in alchemy. Roll craft. I craft alchemy. That is a 6 plus 4 plus my level is 16. Uh, yep. So you uh, identify these as being healing potions. Uh, Hmm. They heal 2d6 hit points. How many are there? Uh, Five of them. Ooh. Well, these will be very useful. Thank you. 
Now, okay. run along back to the village elders. They'll maybe avoid that part of town for the time being. And I sort of, like, gesture in the direction <laughs> of the gallows. But there's a hanging! Oh, well, that's the case. Then enjoy the show! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got my stick. She <laughs> <laughs> like pulls out like a pointed stick. Such ruthless efficiency. Ah, this is a good town. I like this place. Yes, it's very quaint. She she runs off with her basket and her pointed stick. All right, so yeah, I will disperse the uh, healing potions amongst people. All right, who gets? Uh, um, let's say two for you, one for you, and two for you, and one for me, since I will probably be avoiding trying to get hit in the face. Mm. Wait, can you use potions as a bear? Uh, his his equipment goes into his body, mm. but he can when he's not a bear, he can wreck them. Yeah, um, basically. Oh, Maybe I like to think two, that you'll keep one. Yeah, if it goes into my body, I like to think that I concentrate tense, and then a cork flies out of my head. Then you just hear. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. You, you, oh. just, you shatter the glass vial inside of your body. Yep. Roll to resist glass. I'm about to die. They, they, it magically melts in your mouth. I'm not going to be having fun with the next few poops. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that glass hurts coming in just as much as it hurts coming out. But yeah. All right, so yeah, I'll hold on to two and I'll give you one. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, if, if worse goes worse, you can take your extra ball and shove it down his throat while he's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Drink the healing potion. <laughs> Alright, so we continue heading down to the docks. Alright, so you head down to the docks. So you don't see anyone. You go up to the, the man's ship who you. Um, <clears throat> who you talked to earlier, who said he could uh, book you safe passage. You don't, but you don't see anyone around. No. <laughs> Captain! Captain! Roll perception check. Oh, natural one. Okay. Which I think actually comes out to still, like, more than five. Ooh, natural one. <laughs> we can't see shit. Uh, what's perception? Yeah, what skill is perception? It's actually its own... Oh, it's a thing, right. Yeah, everybody's uh, got ten. I'm, I like to say, think that I'm distracted by the execution being prepared and stuff. No, no, you gotta angle a spike a little more this way. Yeah. If he sits free, it'll catch him under the jaw like this. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, seven. You're, oh, okay, so you're, you're yet saying that, but you're too far away from the guys. You're, you're like pondering it. You've got like your hand on your chin, but you can't, but you unfortunately can't talk to the executioners right now. Uh, so, uh, what, what did you get? Ten. Ten? All right. So all three of you are startled and surprised as uh, you see uh, what you didn't notice was an, un up, uh, an upturned boat uh, blast out of the water, spraying liquid all over all of you. Oh! As you see that the old man, uh, yeah, as the old man yells, "Aha! Ah, you've ruined my evening wear." The old uh, upside down boat trick. The fishermen never see it coming, unless they're underneath you. Mm. So you're telling me to fight fishmen? Your plan was to get into the water. To fight fish I'm men. alive, ain't I? <laughs> he has a point. With that, he throws the boat over. You boys ready for a trip? How long will it take to get to the, uh, the Silver... Uh, Sliver's Veil. Sliver, how long will it take to get to Sliver's Veil? Most of the day. Well then, it's probably best that we head out now. By the time we get there, we might be able to catch them by surprise. Alright. Well, and he hops out. 
he's completely drenched and smells of, like, not only of seawater, but also of various other things. You don't know how long he was under that boat for. Do you sleep under there? You're judging a man in his own wharf? <laughs> I'm just asking questions. And uh, he uh, jumps onto the boat, uh, puts on his captain's hat, and uh, you, he. Uh, so, is there anything else you guys need before you head out? Um, not really. I can make my stuff along the way. I'm assuming we'll get some sort of rest between on the ship right over. All right. Well, as he's setting up the sails and everything, he. Uh, <clears throat> you see, he's rather meticulous, despite seeming a little unhinged. He seems to know what he's doing. Uh, and with that. You guys set out. The uh, so as the boat um, as the boat is out and traveling, um, so the rest of you catch up on the rest of the rest required to a full night's rest. Um, if you'd like, you guys can take shifts. Mm, yeah, I'll do the uh, what is it? What's equal watch for three people? It's... Well, it's, it's reduced, actually, because you guys had most of a night's sleep. You just need to have finish it off. All right, so... So, it's only a couple hours each, and then you can prepare all the rest of your stuff for your day. Yeah. But, uh, each, each of you roll perception. Okay, don't fuck me, don't fuck me, don't fuck me. Eh, okay. Um, 15 total. Uh, plus six is... 23. Okay. So anyone who got higher than 15, um, so during your watch, um, you think you see shapes moving under the water, and then when you go to, like, poke at or investigate them, they seem to dart away. It so, seems the fishermen know we're here, you which get, is not the most surprising thing in the world. Yeah, you're not sure. Some of the shapes seem rather large, like too large to be one of the fishmen, but you're not 100% sure. At one point, a shape... A dark shape seems to go underneath the boat, but then split off into what looks like an, uh, at least 20 different shapes. Captain, what can you tell us about the marine life here? It's fucked. <laughs> and I, like, I make a motion for, like, go on. Well, uh, you're not supposed to go out this far, generally, but, uh, you know, I, I figure you boys know what you're doing. So, uh, and... You also noticed uh, now, as you're saying that, that you started passing through what looks like very dense fog. Hmm. Joy. Uh, but the captain doesn't seem to be faced by it, and he seems to maintain his course. Doesn't show any signs that he's particularly lost. They say the uh, ocean gets a little weird out here, and I'm uh, not one to tempt fate. Is there any sort of sailor superstition we should be aware about so as not to cause bad luck? Oh, it's already too late for that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, not even one of you brought the fish aboard. Well, we might have if you had told us this before we left. I figured you were a uh, learned man. What they teach you in them fancy schools? Mostly how to craft bombs of various sorts and magical reagents. Well, you ain't... Doug, what did they teach you in the military? Oh, what didn't they teach me in the military? Ooh, let's see. How to keep warm at night when you don't have a fire going? Uh, ooh, how to split off the toenails from a giant's foot with a couple of splinters. Ah, oh, that was always fun. <laughs> and, um, Flagus, what did you learn in school? I learned how to wield the sharp bat. 
and I like look back at him. Well, yeah, Cordelia didn't learn enough. And you see, as he like opens his coat, and you see there's just like fish strapped to the inside <laughs> of his coat, and then he closes it. That suddenly explains the smell. <laughs> um, and with that, uh, hey Joey, do we recover hit points for being? Uh, yes, you do recover hit points. Who me? <clears throat> I'm not super hurt, but I could use some hit points. There's a nice a pencil. Off. Oh, a pencil? Mm-hmm. I think I was hit once. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, one second. If you want to just sort of like fudge it, Joey, I could just say. I'll, I'll just say you guys are back to full. How many full hit points? Oh, how many? Yeah, how many hit points did we missing? Uh, Good question. Are you missing uh, any? Yeah, I'm missing quite a few actually. I'm missing um, seventeen. Nineteen. All right, I'll say for uh, the sake of this adventure, um, you guys have enough magical reagents to just kind of get back to full. Yes. Uh, if you, I say. Just spend two of those healing potions. Unless you have a... Does, do either of you have, like, magic spells to heal yourself? I don't have magic spells, do you, but... Do you have alchemical... Yes, things? I can make uh, stuff. Yeah, so I'll say you use those and then you refresh them. Yes. Because you had them prepped before, so... Ah, uh, yes, I'll make a greater healing potion. I pull out some brandy, put it into a cocktail shaker. Add a small amount of fizzy water, put on ice, shake. That seems like a lot of work. The captain says that he reaches into the other side and pulls out a bottle that has just has three X's on it, pops it open, and starts drinking it. I pour myself my gin and tonic, adding a small garnish of lime, and say, Yes, but there are some things in life that sophistication truly makes it better. Mmm, God, that's good. You see, he's like just looking at you as he's still drinking from the bottle. <laughs> like one hand on the, on the steering wheel and one hand holding the bottle. Um, Alright, so as you come up, uh, you see a shape in the distance. It is a somewhat small island, but uh, you can't see all of it um, uh, at right now. Um, so, uh, where do you want me to park it? Dear mm. Spyglass, uh, where did you drop off the other guy? Well, uh, and with that, uh, he gives you... So, the r- general rundown is that based on what you can see right now, you keep... You, he, was, he, he hands you a, a grimy spyglass. Um, it looks like you can either land on the beach, or you can le- uh, stop in this cove that seems to be off to the side. Um, you can roll me... Is it perception? Uh, nope. It's probably some sort of survival, or... Uh, either raw int, or uh, stealth. I'm actually not terrible at stealth. Um, 11? Raw int gives me a 21. Okay. Um, you get the idea that the way this island seems to be, uh, like, structured, the beach is a very open option. Um, you might find the thing you're looking for easier, because it'll probably be a straight shoot, versus the cove, which may make you go through some tunnels. But at the same time, people will probably see you coming. So the cove is more stealthy, but it might take a bit, and you might get lost. Depending on how you 
Depending, you because you've never been in this cove, you don't yeah. know like how it reaches up. You assume there's there's some way to get to where you're going, but you don't know how long it'll take. Hmm. So do we want to be trying? So I, I look at um, I look at the cove, and I look at Todd, I look at Flagus, and I'm like, as much as a stealthy approach would be useful, I don't think it particularly suits uh, our party quite as well. Would you agree, Todd? You're the man. Now let me think. Bombardier, forward assault, bear man. I don't think stealth is our best option. All right, uh, put us on the beach, Captain, if you would. All right, if you insist. Um, and with that, he uh, uh, gets closer and closer, and uh, kind of pulls, not obviously up to, uh, you guys have to... Get uh, no dinghy. Kind of. Um, you see that the boat that he flipped over uh, is the dinghy for the ship. Mm. Um, and it is somewhat, it is still somewhat watered down, but usable. Ugh. I'm going to have soggy bottoms this entire trip. What a disgrace. And, uh, yeah, so apart from smelling like a gross old fish man, the boat's functional. And you guys are able to paddle yourselves onto the beach. Um, the captain tells you that he will be back uh, within a day, well, in a day, to mm-hmm. pick you up. Uh, but if he doesn't see you, he's just going to leave. Yep. Usual <clears throat> going to an island of no return. Standard contracting. Um, yeah, and you guys land on the beach. So, um, what you can see, uh, the fog is still quite dense around this area, and it seems and the lights are fading as it's getting into the evening, since it took almost the entire day to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you stand on the beach, it is a rather coarse grind of sand, um, doesn't look like it's well-traveled, or it doesn't seem like this is a lot of people coming in, coming and going. Uh, so you're not sure if either of you can roll survival. Uh, let's see. Does John have survival? No, he does not. Chris, do you have survival? Uh, survival. Actually, I do. I have 11 points in survival. So. Well, damn. Okay, let's see how this goes. Uh, 22. Mm, less than that, but not by much. Okay. Well, with 22, you notice that there are no fishman tracks. I mean, it's sand, so it's tough for tracks to be a thing anyway. But mm. you don't notice any very obvious signs of fishman, like loose scales or, uh, you know, uh, telltale, like, indents. Hmm. Uh, the tide might have washed away the tracks, and the, uh, but you get the feeling they might come up somewhere else. Uh, well, looks like we might have to search around a little bit more. Mm. No, I never expected it to be that this easy. Mm. Alright, so as you head up the uh, beach, uh, you find yourselves in a somewhat dense tropical uh, forest. Mm. The Any, either of you can roll nature. 26. Uh, let's see, nature. Wisdom? Uh, yeah. 7. Alright, uh, well, to you, uh... Harry, you find that the trees are moist. Mm. Why is everything so goddamn wet? Uh, but you, Chris, you find that the the plants here are kind of odd. Like how so? They're not like this climate could create plants like this. That that makes kind of sense. 
But also, they're kind of big. Like, they're a little bigger than you feel like they should be. <sighs> Something's out of proportion here. I don't know why. That gives me an odd feeling in my spine. Yeah, you, you get the, uh, a weird energy about this island. Like, there's something here. I don't like it. Nature's off balance. Something's affecting Mother Nature. And we gotta get to the bottom of this. Hmm. Tell me, so what's wrong with it, then? Uh, it's just something I can... I can't exactly describe it. It's just something I feel. It's off. Like, uh... Like when you throw your back out, it's just out of alignment. <sighs> There's something here corrupting things. Well, that would make sense. You, you, don't, you don't know if it's necessarily a corruption, but it is something unnatural. Like something's been introduced into an environment it's not supposed to. Yeah, something's throwing this whole thing off kilter. Um, so, um... With that feeling, and you guys start cutting your way through the forest. Um, yep. You also realize that in addition to this area being open, uh, at least the beach was, um, you're having to cut through a lot of stuff, um, which is not exactly the stealthiest way to progress through a forest. No, that's what Flagus is here. Yeah. He is literally so strong that he beats up the trees. Yeah. Mm. He is just slicing through. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, as you are moving through the woods, everyone make perception checks. plus... 11. Okay, 26. Uh, 19, and I'm just going to quickly roll for John. Uh, 26. Alright, so, uh, you are all able to see. Uh, it looks like something or somebody is watching you. Um, you see shapes moving in the distance. Uh, for a second, uh, you shine. Oh, do, are any, do not everyone? Did there any air of dark vision? Yeah. Uh, right. Dwarf goblin. Uh, dwarf goblin goblin. Yeah. yeah. So you guys aren't. You guys don't need torches or anything, but you see the, uh, the glow of eyes in the distance as they dart away. The like raccoon glowing in the night. Sort of a little like. bit. Um, you're not sure if it's animals or if it's like creatures. Yeah. Uh, Tud has just gone stock still. Slowly trembling. This is just how they did it back in the day. Those giants would strike branches to themselves, stand stock still, pretend to be trees, then snatch us up and bite our heads off like carrots. <sighs> as much as I am aware of your particular predisposition, that seems like the dumbest plan I've ever heard. It worked! Roll will save, Chris. <laughs> oh no! He's having flashbacks! Uh, we'll save, uh, 13 plus 11, 24. Alright, so you're able to hold your, hold your composure as the trees, for a moment the trees seem to be moving, and for a sec, for a second you thought you saw eyes, but then you, you kind of like, slap yourself in the face and get back, get back in the game. <laughs> Not today, Thor. Not today. Flagus, if you could chop faster, that would be greatly appreciated before our companion here, um, loses it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you continue to chop through the woods, um, as they seem, you come to what, uh, is, looks like an incline, um, <clears throat> eventually, uh, you, uh, the ground underneath you, uh, vines and roots give way to what seems like, uh, stone, as you come up on what looks like a bit of a craggy cliff, um, and you realize that the, at the elevation you're currently at, you, um, can see kind of like, a general view of the area, hmm. 
Um, wanted to do any of you have any sort of uh, vision abilities or like a spyglass on you? Mm. You don't have the captain. No. Kept on the ship. Uh, no. Alright, now I'm gonna. Give me a second, I might have one in the Dungeoneering kit that I bought. Give me one. I don't second. think that has a spyglass in it. Uh, can you check? I think one of the, those other sheets has my inventory on it. Just spell stuff. Okay. Look on the back of one of yours. That's fine. I know I did write down some inventory last time, but whatever. No, it does not have a spyglass, you're right. Alright, so you'll just have to use your eyes. Um, and we'll roll perception again. Eleven. Ooh. Twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh twenty-five. Alright. So the two of you are able to see in the distance. You have to really crane your head over and kind of lean over the cliff a little bit. But you see what looks like a some a modest hidden settlement. <clears throat> They've tried to take some measures to not make it obvious. Um, but you, you do see that there is a bit of smoke. Um, How much time do we have before the ritual? Uh, you'd say probably like a couple hours, maybe. Hmm. Well, I have an idea. I could go ahead, scout it out. And what? Get an idea of what to look for. Get an idea of what we're going up against. You see about, say, a dozen tents. Um, and also there seems to be a, a smaller area that's attached that is encircled by a wooden wall. And, uh... Apart from that, you see what looks like a path carved all the way up to the side of... It's not exactly a mountain. It's not that big. The mound? But it is quite... It is, it's it's more than a hill. It's more than a hill, but less than a mountain. Okay. And it looks like that they've carved a path uh, lit with torches up to uh, what looks like the opening of some sort of cave. Um, uh, with your intensely successful... Perception, you notice there are probably three ways to get there. You can either go back down kind of the way you came and cut around and go in through the front, um, which, again, would not be very stealthy, but would get you in there. Um, There is, looks like there is some... You, you actually remember the uh, the cultist saying, uh, talking about bushes. And you see, it looks like there is a path through the woods where you would, would be able to uh, go back down through and then kind of ambush from the side. Mm. Uh, and finally, um, you think you could probably go all the way around everything. Uh, it might take a little longer, um, but you'd be able to uh, climb, because you're at already elevated, you could walk along this ridge, and then if you have rope, which I think you all yeah. do, yes. you'd be able to rappel down into the mouth of that cave. So. Well, either way, it looks like we're going to probably... We can fight our way in, fight our way out. We can ambush our way in, and then fight our way out. Or we can try and sneak in, and then sneak out, and or fight our way in. How much stock do you put in your skills in rappelling? I don't know. Nobody's ever found me that attractive. <laughs> oh, Flaggers, now is not the time for jokes. <laughs> as true as that may be. Um, 
seeing what we can now, do the bushes look particularly unusual in some way? Like, you mentioned him getting stuck in the bushes, and I'm worried similar things. Like, what type of bushes are they? You can't tell from this distance, but... I, I assume they are normal bushes and our employer is just an idiot. It is definitely possible he was a noble. He was not a woods guide, so he could have simply gotten tangled in something. But you can't see from this distance. They look just like greenery. Mm. You'd have to go down and take a look. Well, I don't really feel particularly like falling off of a cliff by due to an accident at this point. I vote we say go through the bushes and hope that they're relatively cooperative. I like the finger quotes he used with cooperative. Very indicative of our uh, method of approach. Hmm. I like a flagus. You can set them on fire if they are. Good point. Right then. Uh, so I guess we are taking the bush route. Alright. So uh, you kind of find your way down the cliff. Um, I imagine it's like one of those arcades where it's like uh, frontal assault. Bush, cliff, and then you've got like a timer to pick it on. Go! <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys uh, head down and around. Um, <clears throat> you are able to kind of like work your way through the forest up to the area, um, but you notice that the forest at first was like was pretty dense, now it's getting like really dense. Um, and uh, I'm gonna need everybody to make uh, reflex saves. Ooh, that's a nat one. 23. 10. Okay, so everyone except Flagus. You will. Aren't you a druid? Can't you just tell the bushes to move? Look, bushes don't move for nobody. Except the most powerful druids, but they're not the most cooperative type of plant. You gotta butter them up some in order to get them to move. Well, could you ask nicely then? And nicely isn't exactly my strong suit. We'll take six damage as you are raked with uh, barbs and uh, uh, pulled by vines. Ow! 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 ow. I see what you I'm mean. Your friend. I'm your friend! I see what you mean about them being uncooperative. Yeah, they're dicks, alright, in terms of the plant community. A vine comes out of nowhere and slaps you in the face. Um, alright, uh, as you guys are walking through, um, who's, in the, who's in the lead? Rolling mm. me. Yeah. Alright, Flagus, um, as you are walking, you uh, it's mostly just rustle, 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 snap, rustle, rustle, and then you hear hear your foot squish. I look down. Um, so you look down as you are cutting your way through the branches, and you see that there is, seems to be a blue goo under your shoe. I look up. Um, you don't see anything above, but um, it, as you kind of like move, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I, I keep my foot down, and I'm like, hey, somebody take a look at this blue goo. <sighs> Alright, and I sort of like get down How the How much blue goo is there? Uh, it's only like the, the top like the top half of his shoe. Oh, alright, I examine. Like stuck in the goo, and, but it seems to extend forward into some larger thing, but it seems to be covered by bushes. Uh, I examined the goo. Um, roll nature. Chris, aren't you really good at that? Yeah, I'll roll nature as well. Uh, 26. Um, nature is wisdom, so that is just 25. Alright, so the both of you kind of come to the conclusion at the same time. This is squawker goo. Um, it's excreted by a particular type of bird known as squawker. Oh. Oh, it's bird poop. Okay. 
Um, it's actually not poop. It's kind of like a bottle. I mean, it's bodily discharge, but yeah, they, they use it to mark their territory. Oh, so it's more like urine, kind of? Kind of, but it's very viscous. Ew, that's that's nasty. So it's just like a viscous... It's almost like creep in StarCraft. They just kind of oh, spread it around. Oh, gross. Well, what you do know is that uh, the existence of squawker goop um, means that there is a squawker nest nearby. And are they hostile? Squawkers are, uh, as you remember, um, avian, so they do fly, um, but their heads are these weird conal shape that seems to like open up into like three, it's like a it's conal mouth that opens up into this kind of wide, almost like a horn. Mm. And they're called squawkers because they are known to uh, scare off uh, large predators by making incredibly loud discordant sound. Ah. So if we get close to them, they'll squawk. People in the village will know that we're here. Yes. So, um, taking a look around, um, you wouldn't happen to know what these nests look like, would you? So we can give it a wide berth? Uh, Generally, they actually like to uh, make the gr- make their nest on the ground. Oh, um, shit. Okay. And then what they do is uh, they kind of like, they don't burrow, but there is it is an indent in the ground. All right. Um, and anything that's anyone who steps too close will usually set them off. Okay. They, uh, their squawks are loud and can stop the heart of, like, a small woodland creature that's kind of... You've seen... Chris, you've seen a squawker kill something. It, essentially what it does is it screams... It waits for it to walk up to it, screams right into its face. The thing essentially has a heart attack. And then it kind of just puts its big cone mouth over it and just kind of slurps it off like a straw. This is a fucking Monster Hunter boss, I swear. <laughs> okay. Well... I'm assuming we back up very slowly. We find a way around if possible. Right. We move very, very carefully. Alright, so uh, you'll have to do two things. One is you'll have to find where the nest is, or and then you'll have to walk by it. Or you can just kind of like try to stealth and just hope you don't step on it. Perception. Right. Well, I'm rolling perception. So you can either roll um, Shit. perception. Yeah. Or no, it's right here. You can roll Thank survival, you, which will be more likely to uh, see it. See it, yeah. Survival then. I have nothing to survival. I'll roll perception. Uh, seventeen. Uh, ten. Uh, fourteen. Okay, so uh, Chris, your survival, your survival is able to uh, find it. You see a, you see a bunch of what looks like a bush, but. Um, you're able to discern that uh, the components are actually like kind of picked from uh, from plants, like a nest. So you see like stems and stuff that are separated from the bottom. So it seems to have built kind of a, a small, like almost maybe a canopy. You're not sure, mm. but um, you do see that it is surrounded by the. You're kind of like using your spear to kind of like spread bushes without you know triggering it. Yeah, and you see that there is just kind of like a little lump. So. Uh. Um, you can go around it. I'll go around it. Yeah, uh, but that will lead you into... It seems like it's built its nest away from the pointy brambles. Mm. So, if you're going to go around it, you're going to have to walk through those brambles again. Fuck. Can or I, you can stealth or Can I use um, acid flash to sort of, like, burn a concentrated path through? Rather than, you know, chucking an alchemist fire into it? Not really, because the flask like is you. Like, they're not big enough to really like get through mm. an entire bush, right? Like, you'll throw it, and it'll burn the area you get, and then it you can kind of you still have to like push your hand yeah. through. Yeah, 
right? Like, it's not like a it's not like a ball. It's yes. just like a bunch of lines that you have to kind of like push past. Yeah. Look, the element of surprise is worth more than the scratches. Besides, I can whip up some more G and T's to recover our spirits. All right. Okay. Through the brambles we go. All right, everybody, roll reflex again. Uh, that is... 21. 17. Roll, roll off the table. Uh, natural 20. Alright, yep, yeah, you're all good. Uh, Flygus actually is able to... He just, like, puts his sword forward and starts keeps walking <laughs> and just, like, splits the bush. <laughs> that is mighty impressive. Uh, okay. Um, and with that, you come up to, uh, what... Uh, clearing, which you uh, recognize as the camp from before. Um, unfortunately, you're on the side of, of the latrine, so you can smell the the scent of uh, waste. Mm. But it likely uh, will also mask your scent in case there's anything nearby that is looking for things by yes. scent. We we looked at the binoculars, and there's a Spanish police officer in the middle, and they're all just going about their day. There's a man with a brown overlap sack over his head, tending to a chainsaw. Um. No, it is, it's not. He's not a zombie, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, you do see that there are uh, several other uh, robed figures reminiscent of the ones that attacked. Um, but you don't see any fishmen. They're probably a bit too far inland for them. Um, they the uh, cult, the cultists seem to be somewhat on guard. Um, so they that stuff in the at the beginning might have been scouts. You're not sure, but they are not milling about as you think they might uh, normally. They A lot of them are looking over their shoulders. Some of them are, are clutching weapons. Um, so it seems like they know you're there, but not necessarily where you're coming from. All right. Is there any, like, like so this is a camp, right? If we stay along the outside, could we, like, theoretically sneak around to the cave? Or is it just we go in, like, just that we have Project. to go like, within in the wooden walls? So you could sneak around, you could definitely sneak around through the side, um, kind of following the, uh, and then following around the side and then getting onto the path. Mm. Uh, you would eventually need to get onto the path, uh, because again, you, you, you see, you see even from a distance that the bushes around the path are a lot of the same, like, painful stuff that you walk through. Yes. So... You again, you could walk through all the way to the cave, but it would be more pain, more pain. Um, or you can kind of walk through the safe part and then and jump onto the path and then walk up the path. But you might run into someone. Mm. What we need is a distraction. What are the the tent? Uh, so the, there's the the camp proper. Mm. There's the area, the, the wooded off, like sealed off area. Yeah. And then there's the cave, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I listen for a bit. Do I hear, like, anyone talking or, like, you know, screams of help or something like that? Uh, you're gonna go up to the wooden wall or you're gonna go to the, to near the camp? Um, can I go to the wooden wall without, like, you know, popping into the thing to be surprised by somebody? Yeah, you can walk up to the wooden wall. Okay, yeah, so I'll walk up to the wooden wall and I, like, you know, try and see if there's some way I can see into it or put my ear up to it. Alright, uh, roll perception. That is 22. Uh, 10. 12. Um, you, uh, the two of you put your ear to the wall and you can kind of like hear what sounds like whimpering. Um, and, uh, Chris, you are able to actually, uh, find a little hole. Mm. How big is it? 
about like just like a keyhole size, but you're able to look in. Okay. And not the wood. Yeah. And uh, you see what look like uh, crudely put together cages. What's in the cages? It looks like people. This is where they're keeping the prisoners. Uh, right. Well, that pulls out one plan. I put the alchemist fire back in my bag. Hey, uh, let's break them out. Those people don't deserve to be in here. If we break them out now, they'll basically be at the mercy of the cultists. We need to find some way to clear them out, or at least give them an ex- an opening. Mm. Well, I was thinking maybe we could kill the cultists. I don't know. How many do we see milling around right now? You see at least ten. Hmm. Well, I mean, we look at how we took care of six of them. Well, that was six in those goo things. Hmm. I sort of look in the, so in the hole you just see like the cages and stuff like that. There's nothing else. There's no guards. It actually looks like there are a lot more cages than there are people in cages, hmm. which is interesting. Do we see? Do I see our employer? Uh, you can't make out any actual people. Just like that, there are what look like bipedal things people. in there. Like maybe you, they're probably humans, but you're. Uh, I don't hmm. Hmm. We should check the cave. Probably didn't leave anyone's valuables with them. Yeah. Hmm. But we probably want to have some sort of distraction. Can I lob a thing of alchemist fire into, like, one of the tents? You absolutely can. All right. Or we just light it on fire with a torch. Fine. We'll do it that way. <laughs> Wait, does anyone have a torch? Yeah, Flint and Steel, probably. Hmm. Yeah. All right. It might be actually harder to do that because everything around here is very moist. So the fire might, the activist fire might actually yeah. be better. So I'll, I'll I mean, yeah, if, like, we can't just light the... Yeah. Yeah. Because I figured it was just, you know, canvas and stuff. But yeah, it's, it's canvas and the rainforest is the problem. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, I will I will quickly craft up a thing of alchemist fire, go up to one of the outer camps, and just whoop. So which tent are you throwing at? Kind of the ones closer to you or the ones farther away? Because the ones farther away, people, they're going to rush to whatever is on fire. Yeah. Uh, but it, but you'll have to make a, an actual roll if it's one farther away. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'll roll for one of the ones farther away, just so they don't rush to our location. All right. Roll an attack roll. Um. Attack roll is your trained ability is training plus the relevant skill, right? Yeah, I believe so. There. That is. Oh boy, that's a twenty-six. Okay. So, you throw the alchemist fire, and you miss a tent, but you hit a man standing outside of a tent. Hey! That works. The man uh, it seems to be uh, holding a spear, um, and you see him, you see the, the vial fling, and he actually notices it, and he goes, <gasps> and he puts his, puts his spear up to block it, and it shatters on it, and it just shoots the alchemist fire all over him. He begins screaming and waving the weapon around as he falls backwards into the tent and begins like... <laughs> you see the tip of the spear stab into the tent, so he is now stuck in the tent, and he begins like trying to jerk around and wrapping himself further in the tent. You, you see Bastin like looking like... Oh! Yes, exactly as I planned. <laughs> I clap Bastin on the shoulder. You know... It's times like these where it makes me wish we had a man like you back in the war. Oh, heavens no. I, I could not stand being in the trench. Anyway, we need to move. <laughs> uh, yeah, as the man is screaming, uh, the fire begins to engulf the tent. People are now running up to the man and hitting him. <laughs> with, with, like, rugs, you think, or something. Looks like some sort of canvas. Or some people are throwing dirt at him. <laughs> trying to get the fire out. Wow. Alchemist this fire, baby. It doesn't go out that easy. Um, yep, and right. with, with the commotion, you are able to uh, get up to the uh, path and begin walking up it. All right. 
Hello everyone, and thank you for listening to my Dungeon Tale. To find more of our episodes, you can go to Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com. Farewell.